Welcome to this week's edition of Tuesdays with Torah with Rabbi Mayor Bodner. Every week we'll explore some Torah values that will help us grow, understand, and be more successful in our lives and relationships. We try to hone in on subjects and ideas that are not readily known or available and explore and enlighten them through our Torah scholars of past and present to get a better understanding of what the Torah wants from us and how we can greatly enhance our lives, goals, and relationships with others and Hashem. We welcome your comments and suggestions and we'll try to incorporate them in our show. Here's Rabbi Bodner. Hope you enjoy. Okay, Shalom Aleichem, welcome everybody to our tonight's edition of Tuesdays with Torah. It's a pleasure to see everyone. Thank you so much for coming. Thanks everybody in Torah Anytime World and Kailal for tuning in. I appreciate it. Um, hear a lot of good feedback, so thank you very much. Okay, so um, let's talk a little bit about the uh, very, very special Yontif that's coming up. A lot of the... Um, to tell you over from Rabbi Meilich Biederman, a lot of the things he says is um, is pretty amazing. So I'd like to share that with you. Um, so, okay. So what's it, what's Hanukkah all about, really? What are we supposed to do about Hanukkah? How do we tap into that amazing um, schoolus and mitzvahs and and bracha and atzlacha that Hanukkah bring to us? So the Masha says that the reason why the Yavanim they didn't want us to do there's certain mitzvahs they were very picky they didn't want us to do certain mitzvahs so one of the mitzvahs they didn't want us to do is Bikurim and Atzei Merocha Atzei Merocha is to bring the wood f- for the Mizbeach now what was their problem so they were very traditional they had no problem tradition you want to have tradition do things fine Everything in the Yavanim was on the outside. It was all about how does that, what are the neighbors going to think? How do I look? Am I the superpower? Am I the, uh, the top of the world? And do I actually look like the Greek goddesses and the, and the, the sportsmanship? That was all coming from Yavanim. So it was all about exterior. So what was the problem with uh, Bikurim and the Atzim Racha is because the Bikurim, the Masha says this, this is not a Chassidish Rebbe, although that would be good too, um, but he says that because what happened was that the, the Bikurim would come, if you, anyone remembers what happens when you bring the Bikurim, you have a big fanfare, a big party, and you dress up your horses with, uh, with finery and yourself, and you come and you make a big deal, and we're all going to... You know, everyone's talking about sure. When are you going to Jew? When are you going to Jerusalem? Well, how are you going? What flight are you taking? Um, you taking the night flight? You going business class? Yeah, ah, business. okay. Yeah. You know, so everybody was so busy with it. It was. It was every. Yeah. You go. What are you bringing? How? What kind of basket? What's? Uh, you know, everyone was busy with it. It was very, very, very exciting. So what happened was. Right, we were doing all our stuff regular. We we woke up in the morning, we dive and we learn. We had our chavrusis. We even had our yantavs and stuff like that. But all of a sudden, it was like a new thing happening, and it was exciting. We were all like excited about it. So the excitement was the problem that the Yavanim had. You want to do your traditional stuff. You want to make a a, 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 a Sabbath meal together. Family time, I get you. Okay, I'm alright with it. 
But don't stop making exciting things about it. Don't stop living the excitement. And the same thing, the Atzei Maracha, it was wood. When the, when the people were dedicated, dedicated their wood for the Atzei Maracha, there was music and there was marches and bands and it was, it was just exciting. It was on Yeshiva World News. And it was, there was pictures, right? You, you, and, you, and if you're standing next to the right person, you wake up the next morning and you see everyone WhatsApping you with all the pictures of you with the Yatzimarach, you know, the right coin, the right... Uh, um, so it was, it was just a massive, it was an amazing thing. And that's what they had a problem with. So what's our tikkun, right? What do we, what do we want to do? We want to stop just doing and start living. Start really... Let's get into Hanukkah, not not just okay. Uh, so light light the uh, light the menorah, you know. Malik says there was a Rebbe that came into class. He asked a question: Why, why when when you say um, when it says Shnayim Shnayim Shachas Satalus, we say Echad Aimer Animatzasiyah, Echad Aimer Animatzasiyah. They're all the same. If you look at the Mishnah, they're all the same letter lettering. But if you look in Halal, like the first time it says. Um, what is it? We, we we repeat over, right? We says we say uh, at the end of the bracha, we say pesuli shari tzedek, right? Hashem, and in some sederim, not all, some sederim, it says a little one in the next one, right? It's it's big and little. Why do you have that? And they said, okay, Rabbi, it's a very very good question. What? So he says because when you start saying it, it's exciting. Right? Zayim Hashem, the Gila and then the second time, Zayim, okay, we did that already. So it's smaller. But when you're fighting with a talus, each one says with a bren, Zayim It's not smaller the second one. The bigger one says, Zayim The same thing has got to happen with Hanukkah. You know, you start off the day, it's all exciting, you get out the manure, you rub it up, and you make it shine. Right? And by the way, interesting, I happen to just notice it, this this year I saw it. It's a mitzvah actually to have a metal menorah, right? And because um, it's not only just that Kelvin Veyer, it's because it, the menorahs of, of earthenware would smell, would, would be like a little bit disgusting. So it's an extra mitzvah, not only of Zek Kelvin Veyer, that every mitzvah should be beautiful, is that you should have metal, and silver is even nicer. So um, you shine up your silver first day, wow, it's beautiful, and then by the next day, it's not as nice, and then. Well, eight days. No, eight days is supposed to be a, a, a supposed to be going up higher and higher. It's supposed to be heilich. There's there's a that says either you're you're meisiv uh, heilich, either you add on, right, or you're peiches heilich. You take away So either meisiv heilich or peiches heilich. But either way, it's got to be heilich. Heilich means going. You got to be going. We got to be taking this excitement. We got to do doing this mitzvah, and that's how we tell the Yavanim's where to go, right? We show them where to go. What they what they did. Look, look at you guys. You tried taking away all of our excitement from the mitzvah, and we're and we're so excited, and we're so. And that's how we get the the nisim, right? Um, so um, and the morale says it's a, the morale. Morale Morale says is that Hashem created the world in seven days. Seven days is what? Avi, you know this. Seven days is what? What does seven correspond to? Lower spirals. Right, correct. And Teva. That's how the world was made. The eighth is Lamalam in a Teva, right? <clears throat> when you have a 
when you have a, um, a square, a cube, right? So there's four sides, top and bottom, that's six, right? And the, the seventh is, is, is the space that it contains, right, inside. So that's, that's the eighth, that's the seventh. But then above that is the eighth. It's a different sphere. It's not in the physical sphere. It's not a physical part of it. So what happens is, and that's why Hanukkah happened to happen, happened to be the, happened in eight days. Because it's al-malam in teva. He says, the Maral says, he says you, you, that you could daven on Hanukkah for a miracle. You're allowed, you're supposed to, you're allowed to, you're supposed to, because it's a miracle time. It's time of miracle. And um, he says, is that, you know, in, in Teva, what's the difference? Teva means is that when you're poor, you don't, you have a bad job, you can grow every year, you get a raise, you get a better. One year, you know, you get really bumped up to, uh, you know, a better position, you know, you, you go up $25,000, right? Um, and you move up, and that's, uh, by the way, and that's the right way to do it. You know, a lot of the young guys t- today, I'm not going to say you got young guys, because that's, that's not true. Yeah, I'm sure you guys know. But a lot of the young guys today, they come into businesses, the and they want to already be, no, 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 I'm, where's the manager's office? I want, I want that office, you know? And they don't realize that it, it takes time. You've got to build yourself up. You'll get there, you'll get there, but it takes time, right? They want everything instantaneous, right? But, uh, and they're not ready to give that, give those years of, of, of building up. But that's what it takes. So that's Teva, the, the morale says. The, to make a person all of a sudden overnight now, now own the company and rich and, uh, and, and doing so well, that's Lamalam in a Teva. And that can only happen. The same thing if somebody's sick. You know, there's certain ailments and this and that. Yeah, a person could work on it and then have therapy and have medicines and, and get out of it. That's Teva. Lamalam in a Teva is, yeah, all of a sudden they don't have diabetes anymore. What happened? That's 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 in a teva, and that can happen Hanukkah. Amazing story, amazing amazing story that um, Milech Biderman says. He says it in Yiddish, so he uh, uh, to translate. He says that there was a young uh, couple from England that had a had a baby, and the Rebbe was rabbitical, and they uh, they had a baby, and uh, Mazel Tov. But very very shortly afterwards. The doctors told him, we're sorry, it's a beautiful girl, but she's not going to live because um, she doesn't have a, a uh, mugen. Does anyone know what a mugen is? Shana. What? Very good. Very good. Very good. Very good. Very good. Is. Right. Exactly. Doesn't have... What is the brain mean? I don't know. Very good. Yeah, so um, doesn't have a stomach. And um, so therefore... Right, the, the the holes are there, right? So the baby can eat and drink, but it it cannot it cannot digest. It can't take any of the milk or any of the nutrients which the stomach does and puts it into the body. So it's going to die. It goes right through. It will it will just pass right through without without stopping. Go, unfortunately. Um, and they said the baby. It, this was like Wednesday. The baby's not going to last until Shabbos even. It's unfortunately. So he calls up his rebbe. And he, so he said, I'm, I guess, I, let's give it a name. So, because you're supposed to, even a baby that's going to die, you, you give it a name. So it's the sort of a, more of a tikkun when you give the name and you can bury it with, with a, a name already. So there's a sort of a tikkun. So, but he wasn't sure which name to give it. So he calls his rabbi, he says, this is the story. What, what name should I, I want to go tomorrow, today's Wednesday, I want to go tomorrow to give a name. 
um, should I give it this name or that Chaya or this whatever whatever name he wanted to give. So he says, no, um, we don't give names on on on. We 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 wait. Our minute is to wait till Shabbos. No, no, Rebbe, you don't stand. It's not going to make it till Shabbos. It's it's uh it's <laughs> it doesn't have a, a stomach. There's baby doesn't it's not going to make. There's no nutrients. It's going to start. Doesn't even can't even take water. Can't even absorb the water. The doctor said. He said uh, no. We don't we don't give names on uh, on Thursday. We wait to Shabbos. We we give names on Shabbos. Okay. Rebbe said it. He didn't get it. His Rebbe obviously doesn't get it. So he hung up the phone for a bicycle. And uh, but he waited. He didn't give up Thursday, and the baby was alive on Shabbos. And guess what? The baby was alive for many more Shabbos. But this is what happened: on Shabbos, they gave a name, Chaya, that the baby should live, whatever. Um, and that week, like this week, is was Hanukkah. So on Hanukkah, they daven. They heard the schoolers and on Hanukkah, they went to the hospital. And the doctor says, "Listen, the baby doesn't have a, a, a mugen, but um, I do have, I do show that here's a scan. There's something where the stomach is supposed to be, like a little, uh, some sort of growth or something like that. There, uh, I don't know. What, I don't know what it's going to turn out if the baby's going to live, or we're not sure what that is. A um, couple days later, they said, you know something that 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 growth. We took another scan today." That growth looks like it's developing into a stomach. And <laughs> believe it or not, after a few days, that growth was a stomach that grew into a stomach. The baby actually grew the stomach. Well, it's, it's, it's an ace. But they said, yeah, usually, it's, they, they, they said, yeah, usually it happens in the mother's stomach. You, you grow organs as, as you go, right? This time it happens out. They said, wow, that's, that's America. Like, the, that's amazing. Yeah, it can happen before or happen after. They asked them, the doctor, the team, did, did it ever happen? Like, did you ever know that it happened after the baby's born? N- no. But, uh, but it can happen the same way it happens in the... You know, that's doctors, you know, whatever. It says, Toivim, the Roy from the Gehenim. The best doctors are going to Gehenim because, because uh, this is science, whatever. Um, so, so what happened was, um, they went to the... Uh, the next Yontif, Baruch Hashem, the baby grew a stomach was healthy. They went to the, the rabbitical the next time for a kvittal, for a bracha. So he says, how's this baby that, you know, you called me? How's the baby that you called me about the name? So I said, Baruch Hashem, she's doing very well. He goes, I, you have no idea. I waited till Hanukkah till, 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 till I can daven for an ace. I just, wait, I just davened Hashem, she should make it till Hanukkah. The, the, the wife almost had, a, had like like a heart attack on the floor because Hanukkah was the first day that that nace started to happen. So here's the Rebbe who, who didn't even know what was going on but knew that he's going to daven just to stay alive till Hanukkah and Hanukkah you could daven for a nace. This is, this is the, uh, the Kreikas. This is what the many, many G'dayim say that, many, that uh, you can daven for a nace because Hanukkah is the same way we had a nace then. We have a nace now, right? Rabashkin, the same thing. Very good. He happened on the Hanukkah, exactly. Zeiss Hanukkah, he got out, correct? Yeah. Right. Okay, so Zeiss is, is a very special. Maybe we'll talk next week about Zeiss. There's so much to talk about Hanukkah that. Um... Okay, so what is Hanukkah? Um, so the Swas MS says you think maybe Hanukkah is so special, It's but it's for higher people. You know, the, the Hasidim Harishonim. Uh, and that's for the higher people. No, he says, he, he writes this Lashon, and I wrote down this Lashon, just to read it to you, because you're not going to believe me. Um, Iker hayom tov hazeh lebeninim 
ulachaloshim. The ikr of the yontif, the etzem, the what's etzem? The um, essence, oh, yeah. essence of this this day is not meant for for the big higher people. It's meant for um, the the beninim, regular medium people, and chaloshim, the weak people in Yiddishkeit. It's meant for the poor the poor people in Yiddishkeit that they, they could connect in a very very special way. I don't know if this means this, but I was thinking about what does that mean? It's meant for the weak people. I think because the weak people can connect, you don't have to open up and 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 take a gemara and 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 bang your you know try to figure out, and you don't have to go and wake up early and do tikkun chatzos. You don't. It's it's a sort of an easy mitzvah, a nice mitzvah. You see, you open it, and when you look at the neiris, you you could see and feel the beauty of it, uh, the kedusha of it. So it's it's for everybody. So Chanukah is a Lashen Chanina. Chanina is, is Chanin. Chanin Hashem Li. Hashem gave me, what does it mean? It's giving for nothing. Hashem will give for nothing. It has the same Hashpah, it's like Rosh Hashanah, right? Chanin. right? Give me, give me, give me brains, give me das. It has the same um, Hashpah, it's like Rosh Hashanah, but the difference is Hash Rosh Hashanah, we're judged, we get stuff because based on our merits and actions. But Hanukkah, it's Chanin, it's free, it's, uh, right? So that's, uh, the Kedushas Levi says, it's like a king opening up his storehouse of uh, jewels, right? Like a sheik, who's opening up his uh, whole uh, things of gold and silver, and it and says, let everyone come in today, everyone come in. So eight days, you can come and take what you can. And... And the fool is sleeping or, or is just uh, lazying around or is going to the beach. Uh, and uh, unfortunately, there's many of us that don't, um, we don't, we don't, only because we don't understand that what the, um, so that's why we sort of let it go by. Okay, what time is it? We got to do candles. Uh, do we got to leave work early? Nah, we could do it a little bit later. No. If we have an opportunity, yes, of course, if we're working and we can't, but if we have opportunities to, to take off, we take off, we show our children, we show our friends, let's get together with our friends, our family, and light that, make it, make it something special. Look at the candles, don't do anything, you're not supposed to do anything for a half hour when the candles are burned. Stop, watch it. Right, the Chazal say that when you watch the light, the candles, we said this last year, but I'll say it again, you see the Aragonas. The Aragonas was that light, we had it in a few parashas ago, in Bereshus, when Hashem had that special light. That light was so powerful that you're able to see from one side of the world to the other side of the world. That light, if, you have, if you'd have a, a broken bones, right, and you'd be able to just sit out in the light, this Aragonus, and it heals it. It heals everything. If you had a rotten piece of meat that smelt, you know, this rotten piece of meat, you put it in this Aragonus. Hashem took away that, that Aragonus because the Rishon were going to use it for bad things, right? You have x-ray vision with it. Need I say more? Um, but through time also. Right. You see uh, the world and other worlds. You see, it's so that Aragonis, the healing power of the Aragonis, a little bit drop, Chazal say, was put in the lights of, um, so there's, there's, people say that people with, uh, you know, emotional difficulties and emotional challenges should, should look for a half hour. Just look at the light. Stare at the light. Not, don't be, uh, you know, neurotic about it, but, you know, OCD about it. But they should look, should watch the light for that, those, the, the Iker Mitzvah. Because the Iker Mitzvah is there and has the healing powers in it. So, um, the story, talking about, there's a story uh, that a young man from Kaimimius, 
Uh, it's a place in Arizona. Does anyone know what that is? I don't, but I heard about it. Kamemias, uh, he woke up one day and he saw double. Right? Now, that's not really very good. It's especially, you know, if you, you, know, you have one wife and then you have two wives. That's <laughs> <laughs> like coming from Dubai. Uh, but yeah, that's, uh, you know, they have like, people say, no, no, I had, I had, had. But the, the point is, is that it was very, very scary. And he saw double. He went to doctors. They didn't know what it was. And um, the Rebbe said, you know what? It's Hanukkah tonight. So he did exactly this. He sat by the night Hanukkah. He watched the light. He saw, and, he, and, he, and then he asked his wife, well, wait a second, it's supposed to be the first night. She says, yeah. So why do you light two nights? She says, no, it's double. It's, uh, it's, sorry, it's one night. But anyway, he watched that fire, or those two fires, and uh, he went to sleep, and the next morning he woke up, it was gone. There's nothing there. Is it a fluke? Maybe. But these are stories that really happened. This is, this is a true story that happened last year. So um, it's, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so we have to always remember the number eight. The number eight is, is, is Lamalam and Ateva. And uh, the Divrei Chaim explains that we says, L'roisim bovad. That's all we got to do. It's not a hard mitzvah. We got to see it. We have to see it. And the Shemen, the Shemen represents the man. The fire is Hashem, right? And the psila is what connects it. So when we light, when we take the candle the, or, the, or the oil and we put a wick in it, now we don't do that anymore. We just crack off the top or we pull out that plugger uh, thing. I feel so bad. We, we all buy those ready-made things, but it got so cheap. You make your own? Very good. Very good. Okay, maybe I'll make my own also because I'm so inspired by you guys. Really, it's really special because that, that, that's, that's part of living. That's part of, you know, you take the thing, you crack off the top, you know, okay, it's ready. No, take it, take that wick, make that wick, put it in the oil, make that, you know, make it stand whatever, however we do it and, and prepare it and light it. That's really action of sort of bringing the, the fire of Hashem and, and us together. So it's a, it's a very beautiful uh, thing. Um, so what did the Malchus Yavim try to do, right? It says, when Before we had light, there was darkness, right? What did they do? They took away the light from Yisrael. What does that mean? Okay, they took away the light. And that's why it's, uh, everything is all about the light. The light means as follows. The light is, um, so I'll give you an example. There was once a uh, movie theater that um, was playing a really scary movie. And um, what? Somebody was really, really scared. So there was a kid that was smart. He was getting all scared. And, you know, monsters and killings and this and that was going on. So he runs to the corner of the room and he flicks on the light. And guess what? There's nothing there. So everyone says, Scrape! Close the light! That's a... well, he says, what do you mean? There, I just, there was a bunch of monsters here. There's monsters. There's, kill- there's nobody here. There was a white screen. There was nothing left. He says, when you turn on the light, when you turn on the light, you see what, what's really there. Sometimes we want to live in a movie. We need the light. We need the darkness. And what does that really mean? Is that sometimes we don't want to think. We want to live a certain way. We, we just don't want the darkness. We don't see the light. People don't want to think. We don't want to actually look and see the light because it's much easier not to be bothered by the facts, not to be bothered about the reality and what we're really doing in life. Let's just do. So we can still have fun and not think about, let's, you know, we'll sleep, eat, uh, do whatever we want because we're not going to think. That's darkness. 
that the idea is is that no I, so i don't want i don't want light shining on me i don't want i don't want to see the the truth the light so when we put on the light that's that shines the the that takes away from the darkness and takes away from the time the darkness and that's all what they wanted to do and that's really what america wants to do um, not purposely, but that's just what 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 the, our gullus is. It's the same kind of gullus of everything's a lot of fun, a lot of things to do, a lot of distractions. We could constantly be busy with distractions, and we don't have to think. We don't have to put the light on. We don't need to think, see the light. When we stop and put everything away, we turn on the light, and we say, "Okay, let's let's get to the light. Let's get to the light. Let's see what's really important in our lives." Then that that makes Hanukkah special. So. Um, the Banish Chai says Lashon HaCheres it means is that it says right Lashon HaCheres that the Gemara says every year means another year it means is that Lashon HaCheres it's going to be another year just like just like this year so um, if if we if we want to have the 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 Nisim of Hanukkah we want to have that then we have to we have to really put our put our heart and soul into it. So there's a story from I saw from Rabbi Spiro. There was a um, a man called Psachia uh, Menken. Psachia Menken was a lumber. He lived during the time of um, the the Rashab, which is Rav Shalom Doiv Ber Schneerson, um, the original. Um, any yeah, any more than the Friedek, the one before that, Alter. Any Chabad here? No, nobody here. Um, so yeah, what? Close. close. Okay, not close enough. Uh, yes. So um, yeah, I have two son-in-laws. Almost uh, about, like here. Yeah. Almost. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, what happened was he was a lumber merchant, and he went to the rabbi once. It was during the summer, and the rabbi told him, you know, when you go to the um, if you travel in Hanukkah. Make sure to take tall candles so you can light. Because a lot of times you'll be away from home. And you want to show Prasumanisa, take tall, the tallest candles you can find and light it. He says, okay, it's uh, August now. I'm not thinking about Hanukkah, but uh, okay, fine. Turned out, Hanukkah, he had a trip, uh, important trip into the forest. He used to go to his lumber mills and uh, see what was going on. And they were chopped down trees, but they were obviously in the forest. So he had to travel Hanukkah, so he packed. He remembered, as he was leaving the house, he remembered, he went running around asking his wife, do you have tall candles? He says, yeah, I have those t- long tapered candles for the, for the party. Uh, uh, you can take them. So he took them, and um, he, uh, he goes into the forest, and lo and behold, when he's deep into the forest, he, he was accosted by um, the, uh, the criminals, and they stole all his money, and they took his um, horse and wagon, and they were ready, getting ready to kill him. And he says, no, 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 why, why do you have to kill me? You have everything I need. They said, no, 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 no. You, you, have a, you have a picture of our faces, and I'm sure you're going to tell the authorities, and they're going to come searching for us. We have no choice. No, no, nothing personal. We have no choice. This is our business. So he says, all right, <clears throat> one last thing. Last will and testament. Let me do one thing. They said, sure, whatever you want. He says, I want a light. I want a light. It's Hanukkah tonight. It's the third night of Hanukkah. I want a light. Remember, I had, pulled out his, his long tapered lights. I'm setting it up and giving me a time to, to light and say my tefillah on my Hanukkah. And then you could do what you have to do. So he, um, so he, uh, he, lit, he lit them. Lo and behold, he put it on, on a ledge and it's a long light. 
and lo and behold, a parrots, a friendly parrots, was driving by the road. He sees this flickering light in there. He goes into investigate, and there he sees bandits around them. He had his own men. He's a parrots. He was a uh, you know big landowner with with a whole entourage, and all his guards shot at the at the criminals. They captured them. They saved his life, and he was able to uh, to. Um, to apprehend all the criminals and put him in jail. All because of what? Because he remembered, his Rebbe told him about the uh, nace. He felt something. He knew that there was some danger, and he, he knew that. So he went back to the Rebbe, he's like, what, what, what is it? Like how, how, what, you had a movie of what was going on? You knew the end? No, I felt that there's something there. And he knew that, that, that real good uh, lights, real fire is going to save you. The nest, it wasn't me, it was the nest of, the nest of Hanukkah. The nest of your lighting, that brings a nest. So that's a very important uh, point to remember. That um, why does why do we have eight days and not one? Because we could celebrate the name in one day. And the answer is because, like both of Yosef and the Bach says, that v'chol yoyim is chadesh hanes. It's not another day. It's each. It becomes. It's a new nace. And the same thing. Tosis says even more. He says no v'chol yoyim is gala. It's even. It even becomes more revealed in Ace. Every single day is very, very important, and we can't, we can't forget that. And um, one last thing to remember is that Ner Ishu Beisai. What's what does that mean? Rav Zalman Brill was a very, very chash of a man in um, in Eretz Yisrael, well known in the whole, whole, all the neighborhoods, the older neighborhoods, and he would tell his grandchildren when they got married, "I want to tell you one thing that you have to do." And that is, you have to be ner ishubesa. You have to be the light for your house. I don't care where you are the whole day or what you're doing. When you come home, I want you to put everything aside and I want you to light, put a smile on your face and a joke on your lips. You come into your house, you're the light. Ner ishubesa. You have to light up your your life. So it maybe it might be hard. And, and that's how he lived. He was 88. They said, his wife said, he's 88 years old. He used to come come home wherever he was. <coughs> he would come with a smile, and he had a, had a cute joke for his wife and his kids, his grandkids, his great grandkids. This is how this is how he lived. This is how he, he felt, and um, you know. So perhaps the thinking it's very maybe we can't do that all the time, but we can help do that for our friends, for our family uh, on Hanukkah. We can make sure that that is uh, we can put away our our grumpiness, whatever we have, and put on our warmth. And, and in that way, we can help um, bring in the Hanukkah, bring in the light, bring in the brachas, bring in the, uh, everything that we, we have. And in Mitzvah Hashem, we should be zaycha to all the nisim, and we should have next year, this Hanukkah should be the start of everybody here who needs zivugim, should have the most wonderful zivugim. It should start on Hanukkah, it should be hashvah, should come down on Hanukkah. Anyone that needs parnasa toiva, uh, health or, or wealth, we should all have that. Have in mind when we daven, take the, the power of Hanukkah and let's take it forward. Amen. Have a wonderful night.